Don't just ride the index, seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. Today, rapper, actor, and music superstar 50 Cent is here, and we're celebrating his indelible impact on hip-hop. Plus, Food Network star Ann Burrell serves up a super simple chicken that's perfect for a quick weeknight meal. And relationship court is in session with TV personality Elaine Swan. It's Today with Hoda and Jenna. It all starts right now. Hi, everyone. Y'all, it is Thursday, August the 10th. Ease Justin Sylvester is in for Hoda, who's enjoying a little more time off. Hi. Hi. Thank you for having me back. Oh, you're always welcome here. You're always welcome here. here. I'm going to move into the studio. Where are you going to sleep? Like (laughs) right there in the kitchen? (laughs) Yes. Um, Okay. Usher is making some headlines, right? Oh, it's crazy. The guy is currently on the cover of Vibe magazine looking hot and sharing what motivates him romantically. Okay. He admitted that being single was the hardest thing he's ever done. Is is it? Well, for Usher, it is, I guess. <laughs> he said, this was his quote, I don't like to be alone. Now, Usher has been married and divorced twice and is currently in a relationship. But what I thought was interesting is he had only been single for two months. <laughs> like, I'm sitting here running on nine years. And I'm telling you right now. You haven't been single for nine years straight. Not nine years straight. But you were never married yet. I was never yeah. married. or eight, Like, my last serious relationship was when I was, like, 31. Okay. And I have to say, being single is hard when everyone around you in a re- is in a relationship. Yeah. But I got to tell you, I've been chronically single for some time now, and I like it. <laughs> I actually like love it. Like, where it's kind of problematic, right? Like, where you're like, wait, I got to figure out, I don't want to get so stuck in my own ways that there's not room for somebody else. 100%, because sometimes you get too comfortable. Yeah. And then you start self-sabotaging before a relationship even starts. And I'm only telling you this because my therapist told me the same thing. Because, <laughs> you know, you meet someone and you're like, okay, this could go somewhere. And But if you're chronically single, your mind goes to, oh, it's going to cost a lot. Or this person is going to come in my space. Yeah. Do I really want this? And it, it, might, it might hurt me in the... Because you've lived alone now for how long? I've lived... I've never lived with a boyfriend. Yeah, but you did. You, you lived with... Kyle Richards. I've not had a roommate since I was 30. Okay. So six years I've been living alone, walking around in my robe, having my coffee when I want it. Like there's something really like, I'm sure there's some, some really cool pride in the fact that like you came from Louisiana, you're now in Los Angeles, you have a great career, you've made great friends, you've done this all on your own without the support of a partner. No, it really is crazy. And I was raised by a single mom. My the lady I lived with when I was 17 was also a single mom. So I actually didn't know what it was like to have a partner. Yeah. And when I started working with Kyle Richards, she and Maurice were such great partners and, you know, in crime in partnering in in parenting (laughs) and all of it. And I learned a lot from them. But 
I don't know. I, I, I get really nervous thinking yeah. about being in a relationship. I actually think being solid and happy single is one of the best that gifts you can give yourself because yeah. now that you feel like that confident and happy and th- there's, there's like a little space. But let me ask you a question. There's a little space. Let me ask you this as a, my married friend. Yes. Who's happily married. Yes. Don't you ever wish you could just wake up and not have a plan and see where life takes you? Yeah. Don't you miss that? Well, that's called like youth. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes, I miss youth and f- like the freedom, but like you still have a mortgage. You still have to like, you know, go to work every day. No, you're right. You're right. You know what I mean? And by the way, when I said that, every parent on the thing was like, oh, yes. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I do even miss. having the last two nights, my kids have been with my parents away and I've had the house to myself. And even that feels like the most kind of luxurious. Like, I'm like, what am I going to do this evening? <laughs> like, it can be anything. And really, I don't do anything. I just lay in bed and watch Daisy Jones and the Six. But I like, can, A good watch, by the way. Oh, look, see, that's something we agree on. But I can remember my mom being like, can I just sit here in peace yeah. for five minutes? Yeah, totally. Like, she would go and hide in the bathroom. No, but guess me. what? You go into the bathroom and hide. I, I, I can't take a bath without a child popping in. Easy. I'm not looking forward to that. That's why I'm going to adopt a teen. Okay, give me somebody who's <laughs> 17 who knows exactly what he wants in life. And so you have one more it. year. That's have it. One more year. But please come to my house for Thanksgiving, Christmas. Bring your girlfriends over. We can do the whole thing. <laughs> oh my God, Justin. Okay, speaking of dating, there's a new trend. It's featured in the New York Times. It's called a date me doc. Now they're like a Google doc, but for finding a mate. Y'all, one thousand plus words—is that what it says? Yes. No, that's too much. It's like a small novella. No, 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 no. Okay, you, you got to be detailed. So, you got to be detailed. I guess the idea is, and and I want to hear from you on this, but you you can create one, then you send it out. Yes. Like you're like, hey, and you do like an email blast. Yes. I'm looking for somebody. Here's my doc. Well, some people send a doc. I sent a deck or a PowerPoint. (laughs) (laughs) We're talking Excel or what? What were we talking about? I'm talking Excel. I'm talking PowerPoint, Photoshop, because this is what happens. Like like you get up there and you get the thing and you say, here I am and all the things you're interested in. No, no, no. Let's say you say, hey, I want to hook you up with somebody. I know someone. Yeah. Historically, when somebody says, I have a gay friend I want to hook you up with, it never goes well. So what I do is I send you the doc so you can look at my requirements. Okay. And then you can suss out and read the situation. Oh, my gosh. Is this your doc? Yes. Date me, this Justin is my, Sylvester. This is my mini doc. Must love plants and are willing to water mine. I got a lot of plants. Yeah. Okay, do you love plants or you just want somebody to water your plants? I love my plants. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Must know your FICO and Experian rating. Yes. You have to know your credit score because knowing is growing. And I don't need you to be rich. I just want you to know that you're like, want to be rich at some point. And if you know your FICO, we're good. Um, Must watch Law & Order SVU reruns. Only SVU. Yeah, I agree. SVU is so much better. And by the way, when her hair cuts short, you know it's sassy. When Mariska Hargitay has that short, short yeah, hair, yes, it's a good episode. Yes, yes, um, Okay, wait. The last one is, it, I actually agree, you have to have TSA pre-check. But why, why, do you, why do you think? Because when you go through the security with them, no? Let me tell you about TSA pre-check that a girlfriend <laughs> put me on to. 
So, you know, like when you're watching like Lifetime and the woman says, but I didn't know he was a killer or I had no idea he had seven wives. <laughs> if you date somebody with TSA pre-check, that means that the government already did a little background check on them <laughs> and you won't end up talking to Craig Melvin about how he deceived you on Dateline. Wait, but is that true? They do it. So they won't give you TSA pre-check if you've broken the law or if anything? You've had a criminal, if you have a criminal past, they will not give you a TSA pre-check. So if you meet a man and he has TSA pre-check, Uncle Sam looked into it. <laughs> Justin, we love you so much. Okay, coming up next, what has been the biggest summer blockbuster, the best one, mm-hmm. according to us? Well, Jen and I will hash it out in the great debate after this. <laughs> Friday, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. What a wonderful day! This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. I stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters Friday. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. The South Dakota Stories, Volume 5. South Dakota seemed like the perfect place to unplug. But I ended up connecting to the world around me. A world where each sunset was painted. Where I felt adventures pulse with every step. And where cold water trickling, pine swaying, and grunting bison became my favorite soundtracks. I just wish I didn't have to leave. There's so much South Dakota, so little time. Okay, when it comes to entertainment, Justin is by far the biggest expert that I know, okay? And we've realized this week that we don't agree on every single topic, so it's time to hash it out. Yes, it's called The The Great Great Debate Debate Pop Culture Culture Edition. All right, now we'll be given a topic, and we each have 20 seconds to make our case and hit our bell. Our judges, Gavin, Rainey, and Talia, will pick a winner at at the end of each round. Okay. Are you guys ready? Well, I'm ready. Are you ready? Let's roll. Okay, you ready? Yeah, Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Ben, what is our first topic, please? All right, here we go. Your first topic is best movie snack. Jenna, you're up first. Go. Okay, this is going to seem very niche, but I love a junior mint, okay? I've loved a junior mint since I was in seventh grade. You want to know why? Why? It is on the outside chocolatey and delicious, but on the inside it is wintry, fresh, so that then your breath tastes good, and when you give that boy your first kiss... He likes it, and so do you. Junior Mints for the win. 20 seconds. (laughs) I know it's niche. Go ahead and win. Let's go. Your 20-second rebuttal starts now. First of all, I was going to come with a whole presentation, but (laughs) I had my snack right here, and I had to move it because she was eating it, okay? It's called hot popcorn. M&M's on the inside. The hot popcorn warms the chocolate. So when you're ready for something sweet with the salty, you just pick up one M&M and let it melt in your mouth, okay? I don't even need the other two seconds. Look, she's eating him. No, I just said try that, okay? (laughs) Judges, who won that round? Thank you. We knew it was coming. Tens across the board. We knew it was coming, but did you try that, Junior Mint? I'm going to try it in a minute. Okay. Ben, what is our next topic? Your next debate topic is this summer's best blockbuster. Justin, the floor is yours. Okay. The blockbuster I have is Mission Impossible. It is one of the best movies. The storyline is great. It is phenomenal. But most importantly... 
Tom Cruise is still kicking butt at 60 plus. Come on, have you ever seen anything like it? The man can do no wrong. And all the hype around Barbara and Oppenheimer, this movie had half the marketing. So I'm gonna give it to it. All right, Jenna, your 20 second rebuttal starts now. Come on, Barbie, let's go party. Now, did you make Mission Impossible bracelets? Did you and all your girls dress in pink to go? Did you make $1 billion at the Blockbuster? Were you directed by a woman? The first woman to make that type of money? I'm still wearing my Come on, Barbie, let's go party bracelets. Sorry. I mean, is she Gloria Allred here? (laughs) She's a lawyer up in here. We said a debate, not a closing argument. <laughs> well, it was my rebuttal time. Anyway, who won that one? Sorry, it was mm. a queen. You know what? I'll give it to you. You, you took one for the team with Mission Impossible. I'm going to take one, but I'll get you on the next one. Okay. Ben? ben? <laughs> your final topic is who should be the next Super Bowl headliner. Jenna, you're up. I'm up first. Okay. I have two words for you. Taylor Swift. How many people have gone to the era's festival this summer. A lot of people. Have people had fun? They sure have. Has she put on an incredible show? Absolutely. Is she going to Europe? Yes. Is she coming back to New Orleans, Miami, then going to Toronto? Yes. Would all the kids watch? The girls too? Absolutely. Okay. 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 Justin. Let me wet my throat real quick. He's not quite ready. Okay. I'm ready. Right now. Okay, first of all, by the time Super Bowl comes, everybody in America would have already seen the show. So what would be new? The other thing is, Super Bowl halftime show is like a wedding. There's a melting pot of all kinds of people. So you need like wedding music. Who better than Usher? Everybody knows when Usher comes on at a wedding, you are on that dance floor. So why not give him Super Bowl halftime? He earned it. Hold a minute and do not give her this because she works here okay <laughs> you work here too no her name's on the door but okay. One, don't let two, him say three <laughs> that means with a score of two to one justin is the winner you know what you deserve death come you on deserve death. and this Usher one I, by the way i would have even voted for your snack <laughs> but try and junior men okay thank you guys coming up next this hip-hop star performed at the Super Bowl back in 2022. He is the one and only 50 Cent, and he joins us after this. Right? This month, we have been celebrating the 50th anniversary of hip-hop with some of the biggest names in the business. And today, we are so happy to have Emmy and Grammy-winning superstar Curtis 50 Cent Jackson 50 kicked off the final lab tour this summer. Okay, this tour, everybody's talking about mm-hmm. it. It's been awesome. What, first of all, why are you saying it's the final? Well, because I got a lot going on in film and television. So you really think it's your last tour? Well, I won't be able to commit to this long of a tour. Okay. Because this okay. tour is it's, it's already 94 dates announced, and then there's wow. a, uh, that's not even, it's not, we're not finished. You know, one of the things that I think is so fascinating about you is that you had a really difficult childhood mm-hmm. um, and you've evolved so much. I mean, as everybody does, right. but there's like a resilience in you that I don't know that everybody has. Is that because of, of all of the things that happened? You lost it, your mom. Yeah, so a lot of stuff in, in my background, but th- those things, you don't, um, I don't make excuses. 
Like, I don't have a reason for me not to be able to accomplish the things I want in my life. And yeah. then when I do, like, and since I got a place in Houston, right, when I got out there, I started working with the independent school district to create an entrepreneurship program. And I give the kids that energy. Like, I, like, I don't care what the circumstances are. It's not bad. But like, it maybe, maybe fires you, if anything. You oh, know what I sure. mean? It gives you that um, energy to keep going. Yeah, and everybody, like, I think they have their own things that they feel like are the catalyst to them feeling like a yeah like their own setbacks the things that's difficult for them to deal with and it could be it could seem minor to us but it's a major thing to them totally. personally and then i think they have you got to figure out how to work past it like how to focus and get past that yeah that's yeah. so crazy i mean you're a guy from the hood i'm from the hood take me to the moment when you went to a different country and you could hear people who English isn't their first language, sing your songs back to you louder uh, than you could even get. A lot of a lot of the my international following is like that. I traveled, I did, there's three of us really. It's me, Em, and, I, and Dr. Dre. Yeah. You know, and th- they're not going to see Em or Dre. They, they don't come out the house like that. <laughs> em goes to the house, to the studio. That's it. And then, so what they do is they, they can kind of see me as representation of the three of us. Yeah. And when we travel in there, it, it's so many different, I, first time was just Japan. It was ang- the anger management tour. It was the first time I was outside the country, and they they was knowing all of the words to the songs that we were singing. M took me on that tour for that purpose, for me to see it the first time with him. And that's why the melodies are so important in the, in the music, because they don't necessarily know what they're saying right away, and yeah. then they... Yeah, it shows you how music yeah, connects, how. too, right? 50 years of hip-hop, we're celebrating it right now. You're on the cover, Mentel. Yeah. Mentel, so you, you're not going from the studio. Hey, hey, look at that. He's going to the gym, too, over here. <laughs> what was it like having all that hip-hop royalty there? It was it was a lot of fun, man. You got Buster, Buster's days, an amazing place in his career right now. It, you know, he just got a Lifetime Achievement Award, stuff like that, like a BET Awards. They acknowledged him, and um, Meth Meth is making me number one on TV. That's why I made sure he was in the middle. <laughs> I said, put him in the middle, right here, because they had Buster in the middle, and I was like, look, if you want this to be right. <laughs> You will move Method Man to the middle of this picture. And I just stayed on the sideline, you know. Or do you still think of yourself as a rapper first and foremost, or now entrepreneur? They ask me that when I come, they say, so how do we, how do we, you know, we, we call you? Do we go uh, Curtis or 50? I said, 50? <laughs> <laughs> More people know me as 50 yeah. than Curtis. Like, I feel like my grandmother's calling me when you say Curtis. But there is a difference, right? Between Curtis yeah, and 50. What's absolutely. the difference? Um, Curtis is a lot smarter. <laughs> And get him out of trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, this is the difference. We can call him 50. Helen Mirren has to call him Sir Curtis. <laughs> you recently said you had a crush on Helen Mirren. Yeah, yeah. Two, two crushes since my entire life on television, like our stars. Wait, so Helen Mirren and who Helen else? Helen Mirren is, is, is... Oh, you've had a crush on her twice. No, I saw her. And it was at the, the film festival in Monaco. And she has this thing, like, she look at you. Taylor was like, the husband's right there. And I was like, yo, you saw what she just did? (laughs) (laughs) He's like, yeah, she does it all the time, right? But you've got a girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. You know, the question is Felicia Rashad. Oh, because you grew up watching yes. the Cosby's. Yeah. And she was bougie. And and she she just had that thing. No, they can talk with their eyes. If you she watch was, him, her, was, her and Helen Mirren can Were your talk. two crushes. Yes. But does your girl and your girlfriend is your third, right? Just a Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I 
<laughs> that was the alley yeah, yeah, right just there. Here, right By there. the way, his girlfriend is literally right behind that she camera like, being yes. like, what's up? She was like, fix, fix your love She's life. also an entrepreneur, by the way. Okay. Yeah. Do y'all kind of talk business together or not really? A little bit. A little bit. I try to stay out of her, her business because yeah. it's growing. She's doing that thing. It's exciting That's to see awesome. it. But she accomplishes herself, so I want her to do it. So it's not me just. Yeah. Taking over it, huh? We're going to be in your business for a minute because we saw that ring she had on in March. Oh, oh, that was, oh you're that, going there. I'm going there. Look, look. how can I not go there? It's like sitting there like an ice rink. I don't know how that even got out. That is an uh, accident photograph. <laughs> but is, are y'all engaged? No, no, that's friendship. That's a friendship. A friendship ring. I want to be your friend. Oh, <laughs> right Amazing. Okay, well, thank you, thank you, thank you, 50. You're so talented. It's awesome to have you here. Thank you. It's exciting. Yeah, we really appreciate it. Um, and go see him on tour, y'all. Yeah, I'm going to be out there. Coming up next, y'all, Food Network star Ann Burrell. She's got the perfect dish for all those summer veggies after this. It's a friendship so she's ring. Trying to like- friendship ring. All right, if y'all are stopping by the farmer's market this weekend to pick up some sweet summer veggies, we have got just the dish for you. Andy Burrell is the co-host of Food Network's Worst Cooks in America, and she's showing us two worst cooks <laughs> how to make one of her favorite meals. Totally. Okay, hi, Anne. Hello. Okay, how are you a guys? chicken paillard salad. This sounds amazing. A chicken paillard is one of my favorite dishes everywhere. I've actually had to put a little moratorium on myself sometimes <laughs> of eating it because I get it everywhere I go. Okay. But it's just basically a pounded chicken breast. Yeah. We are making this today with basil pesto. So we'll have lots of basil in there. Okay, can I We help can you? throw, yes, Parmesan cheese, okay. some garlic and pine nuts, Wait, half that oil. All yeah. that goes into a pesto because I always get so intimidated by it. Um, you should the whole be, thing, you think? yep, all of it and pine nuts and then just puree, puree, puree. This? We're going to puree a little. We're going to get it started first. Okay. And then, yeah, there you go. Like that. Yeah, that just, there we go. Look how fast it is. I know. So Q&E, quick and easy. Ooh, we got a little basil leaf stuck in the top there. Okay. <laughs> all right. There we go. We can add. Now I add my little secret trick is adding a little mascarpone cheese, which Whoa. is like Italian cream cheese. It keeps things nice and creamy and it helps the pesto from turning brown. Oh, I like that. Yeah, and that's a you secret. you can totally make this ahead. Here, let's put a little bit more, more oil. oil. Yep. And you can make this ahead and then uh, store it in your fridge with a little olive oil over the top and it prevents it from turning brown. So if you want to make a little bruschetta, Does the you want to use it for this. The, the mascarpone does. Yeah. It's like that little dairy in there. So there we go. Okay, that's amazing. It. Look how beautiful By that way, is. This is like so calming. Playing with this. Yeah. Like it's like a sound machine. Yes. <laughs> Cooking is calm. Okay, so now we have so, the chicken and you like to slice it, is that right? It's a chicken breast and we just cut it in half let, and open it like a book. So there we go. Oh, oh. Just and then we just give it a little pound. So look at that. Wow. Oh, wow. Open it right up. Yeah. And so then pound it. Pound it nice and thin. There you go. Oh, and watch out. Sorry, Anne. watch out for that rock, please. Don't, <laughs> don't, yeah, don't hit the so rock. So basically, this is what we're looking Pretty. for when we're done. And, and how thin is too thin? Because I know some people pound too much. They pound really, really thin. I like to have some meat on my chicken. Okay. I like to have a little girth Juice. to it, a little mm. heft, if you say. So go ahead and give it a season with kosher salt and granulated garlic. Mm, granulated garlic. Yeah, there's like a little extra oomph yeah. in there. And then it is basically... 
a really fast cook. So we get it into our pan. I'm gonna turn our burner up a little bit. Mm -hmm. So we get it into our pan. We just cook it on both and sides. And you put that much oil in there? I was about to ask the same thing. Right? This is a decent amount of oil. So like yes, maybe sir. a little much? It, you know, you like a little fry. Yes, like, yes. we like a little fry. Okay. And then, so just we cook our chicken, and then a little veggie topping. Basically, you can put whatever you want. Like it's on kind this, of so. using all the veggies that you have in your. Fridge. I was about to say, exactly. right? you know, the ones that are looking at you in the refrigerator because yeah, you haven't like, used them in seven days. You're about to go bad. Yes. So yeah, there we go. Oh, not quite yet. Not yet? Nope. We're just going to get that. So you want to cook this about two thirds on one side. So you see it go see from this yes. pink translucent to white. So we cook it to about two thirds of the way on the first side and then we turn it over. Two thirds of the way coming un into the middle of the chicken. Yeah. So when you so see it about like that, ah. then we flip it over and then it's about half the time on the second side. Okay. So then for our topping, we have some garlic, some zucchini and cheese cherry Beautiful. tomatoes. So I like to cook the cherry tomatoes just till they start to get a little wilty. Because you don't want them to be too soggy. No, just till they start to let out their beautiful little juices. Mm -hmm. And then I throw corn. in some corn. So cut it right off the top. Totally. I mean, corn at this time of year, I cannot get enough. Yeah, I agree. And also you have so, you do end up getting leftovers. You yes. Know? Yes. And this is great on a chicken paillard. It's great on a little piece of toast. Yes. Oh, so you can keep it for like burrata. You can yes, like, yes. you can put this on anything. Um, and then at the last second, we throw in a little slice Onions. of red onion oh my gosh. and some red wine vinegar. I like how you make this kind of a salad on top. Come on yes. over, Justin. You want some? So then we finish it up. So we have our pesto that we just made. And we're just going to give it a little schmear on the pesto. I have some baby arugula. Mm, by the way, can we just say we hear there's a new season? A new season of Worst Cooks um, is out on, and it's airing on Sunday nights on the Food Network. So this season focuses on singles, looking for love, learning how to cook. Oh, oh Justin. And Burrell, you, you got your next contestant over here. And thank you so much. We adore you. And to get this recipe, go to day.com slash food. Up next, couples and besties hash out their differences in relationship court. It is in session right after this. This is Anne. The pesto is. Friday, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. What a wonderful day! This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. I stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. <laughs> Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters Friday. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. If you ever needed to be persuaded that bad things can happen anywhere, then take a journey with us. From compelling mysteries to in-depth investigations, our Dateline episodes are available as podcasts. Follow Dateline NBC now to get new episodes every Tuesday. To listen ad-free, subscribe to Dateline Premium on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or DatelinePremium.com. Great storytelling with a twist from the true crime original. All right, it's time to lay down the law and help out some of our viewers in relationship court. 
Etiquette Edition. Today, etiquette expert Elaine Swan is here and our judge. Mm-hmm. Glad to be here. Here's how it is going to work. We've got some duos with a disagreement in their relationship. Each will present their sides of the argument. After hearing them both out, Elaine will issue a final ruling. Elaine, are you ready? I am ready. Yes. Okay, Lee. Let's do this. Let's do it. Ready? Lee, will you tell us about the first case, please? It's the case of the audio aficionado. Allie and Roger have been married for 36 years. They both love listening to music, but have different opinions on the desired volume level. All right, Allie, I know what I would say, but you'll have 20 (laughs) seconds to make your case. And then Roger, you'll have 20 seconds to rebute. Allie, you're up first. Let's go. Good morning, judges. Good morning. I just want to say Roger's an excellent sound tech, best in New York City. But he likes to listen to his music like we live in Madison Square Garden. We live in a large one-bedroom apartment, people. Two kids, two cats, okay? Sometimes it's so loud. I'm like, please, please, the neighbors, God, they can hear it like outside on the street. He says the neighbors are complaining. Oh. Uh Uh-oh. What? That went too fast. Give us, you You can finish quickly your, your final thought. Okay, the neighbors aren't complaining. I said, yeah, Raj, but we are. Yes. And the cats are freaking out. Yeah, it hurts the cat's ears. It totally does. It hurts the cat's ears. Okay. Wear headphones. Roger, it is now time for your rebuttal. Well, I'm a technical audio engineer. I do my own music at home. I don't want to just listen with headphones. I like to play it on my speakers at a respectable volume. And... Allie, I, I, sometimes I like a second opinion. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe not. <laughs> um, okay, or, okay, I think we can... He, he went 15 seconds. Yes. He's like, this is my thing. He knows what he thinks. He knows okay. what he thinks. Okay. Um, Judge Elaine. Well, here's the thing, Roger. I am married to a musician. My husband is a rocker. He plays bass. He And so I get it, and I understand you, Allie. But here's the thing. Etiquette is about putting others at ease. And I say that if you're doing something that's impacting people in a negative manner, then you have to figure out something else to do. So I think maybe you can probably... I'm going to rule with Allie. Allie! And here's why. Because, Roger, you can go get a sound room. You can get a rehearsal spot. Wear your headphones when you're working on something, but when you want to turn it up, think about the folks who you live with because happy wife, happy life. Oh, oh God. Roger probably actually knows that after 36 years. <laughs> yeah. Thank you all so, Thank so you, much. Allie. Thank Thanks. you, Roger. It is time for case number two. Lee, tell us what we've got. It's the case of the constant cusser. Kim and Ayana have been friends for 15 years. They love a good girls' night out, but disagree about using profanity in public. Okay, I'm going to recuse myself from this case because when I have two margaritas, I'm a cusser. Okay, I know. I know. Every once in a while, I cuss too. So we have some bias here. We have some bias. But each of y'all have 20 seconds. Kim, you're up first. 20 seconds on the clock. Make your case. My good friend Ayana. Great fun. But whenever we go out, she curses way too much. I mean, in public, at a restaurant, at the library. I just think it's a little inappropriate. And I don't want to go out and have to cringe to know if she's going to be dropping F-bombs everywhere. Ooh, okay, okay, got it done with five seconds to spare. Ayana, my new best friend, are you ready to <laughs> tell us? We have yeah. 20 seconds on the clock. Go. 
Listen, I've been reading on a college level since I was in the third grade. Yes, so I, queen. Thank you. So I definitely have an extensive um, knowledge of the English language. I curse because it's fun. I know, I know a lot of people who do aggressive crafting. You don't see me asking them why they crochet so much. So I just feel like I should be able to say what I want. And when we're at the library, I do whisper. Oh, okay, okay. I am sorry, but if that is not a case for cursing, I don't know what is. Right? But wait, I have a, I have a question. Kim, you say that there is a time and a place. I'm just asking for a friend who might be from Texas. What's a good place that you can curse? I mean, if you're at home and you stub your toe. Yeah. Nobody can hear you. But I mean, if we're in public in the middle of Times Square or we're in a restaurant or at a business meeting, I don't want to be like... You know, uh oh, yeah. I better watch you know, my mouth like... in my business meetings. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Talia. <laughs> I mean, okay, honestly, Judge? there is a time and place for everything right. under the sun. Absolutely. And the thing about it is with cursing, like you said, you you read at a college level, you speak at a college level, but you are probably not perceived at a college level because of the language you're using. And the thing about etiquette is first impressions are lasting impressions, and you want to make that impression count. People will treat you on uh, how they how they want to based upon how they perceive you. And so you don't want to be perceived in a negative manner. I think there's some other words you can find in the vocabulary, in your college level vocabulary, that can fit the time and place. And for that, I'm going to go ahead and rule in favor of Kim. <laughs> okay. I, Ayana, I am going to take that ruling and I am going to oh, shut yes, it up yes. because I want to say something. I just heard heard you speak for the very first time. Sometimes you need a little adjective just to describe how you feel, right? <laughs> you need to when the four-letter ones are perfect. They for those sure moments. are. And I met you just now, and I had a wonderful impression of you. <laughs> yes. But, but so, she did not curse. Well, ah, that's right. That makes it okay. Well, maybe we won't tear it up. <laughs> right. that hard. Um, thank, thank you, you. both. Y'all are delightful. <laughs> we'll see you in appeals court. <laughs> thank you guys so much, Elaine. You're so awesome. Thank you. And if you all have a relationship case, head to hodaandjenna.com. All you have to do is hit that connect button to share it with us. <laughs> Justin, we love you. Thank you so much for Thank hanging for with us. Me. Will you come back soon? Please. I'm okay, here. Please do. Tomorrow, y'all, we've got one of New York City's Real Housewives, Sadja Silva. She's going to give us a tour inside her Brooklyn townhouse. Bye, everybody. Oh, that's it? Bye. Yeah. Today's Thursday. Tomorrow is Friday. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, parents, homeschoolers, and teachers. Trusty narrator here from the Who Sparted podcast. Our 15-minute episodes are perfect for car rides, bedtime, break time, class time, or any time. We make learning science and history fun and funny for 7 to 11-year-olds with new episodes every week. Look for Who Smarted on any podcast platform or at whosmarted.com. And teachers get a free subscription to our ad-free version by clicking educators at whosmarted.com.